Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Let me tell you about a life-changing elixir of the gods. I'm talking about Strava Craft Coffee. I'm telling you it will change your life. If you're like me and you drink a lot of coffee, you have noticed those negative side effects. I don't even get jittery that much, but it happens. It can mess with your stomach. It can make you feel run down later on. You can have the crash. As much as we love our coffee, we know all of these things are going to come with it. But you know what? Not with Strava. It has changed my life. It has made me a far more productive and awake and less shaky person as I deal with whatever I've got to deal with throughout the day. Some of these people on Twitter, grab that Strava. It's rich in CBD. It's great coffee that you can purchase in either K-Cups for your Keurig. You can get whole bean, you can ground it yourself, or you can get it ground. Whatever way you take your coffee, they will ship it to you. It's delicious. There's all kinds of different uh, flavors that you can get, and it's good for you. It's actually good for you. I can personally vouch for the health benefits of CBD-infused products, particularly Strava Craft Coffee, that can really help to set uh, my equilibrium. It's good for you. You can try it if you want down at Carbon Cafe and Bar Drip Denver, Slow High Coffee, uh, the Blue Sparrow Coffee, and Max Market. It's non-psychoactive, You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry about any of the things that you may have heard uh, about what this crazy CBD stuff is. Is it marijuana? No, it's not any of those things. It's not psychoactive. Uh, You're not going to feel weird or different. It doesn't affect you that way. It's just something that isn't going to give you all of the terrible things that you can oftentimes get from regular coffee. And it's going to help with things like long-term migraines. It's helped me a great deal. Decreasing anxiety. Again, I can personally vouch for this. Arthritis, I get, I get achy. I, I've, I've been a tall guy for a very long time. I had a bad back issues. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up because they're a sponsor, though it's awesome and we love them. Strava Craft Coffee is phenomenal for all of these things. So remember to purchase online for 20% off using code DNVR20. And this Go. ball in the air, deep right center Go. field. Two-run home run, Trevor Story. Way back, Myers, he'll watch it go out. Chuck Nasty. Two-run home run, David Dahl. And Nolan drives this high in the air, deep left field. Take a good look, you won't see it for long. Welcome in to the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by The Green Solution. Remember to visit any one of their 18 Colorado locations or go online to mygreensolution.com and use that promo code DNVR20. You'll get 20% off your entire purchase. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me today is Patrick Lyons, at least over the telephone. It's been a little while since we've been able to 
catch up. And so we're going to talk all things spring training so far. Uh, but of course, we, we really do have to talk not, not really about the coronavirus because neither one of us are scientists <laughs> or, or doctors, nor do we claim to play them on TV. Um, but we do have to talk about the way this is going to affect the sports landscape. This is very clearly going to impact how we do our jobs, uh, how we bring content to you. And so, you know, well, in a way, it's it, it in every way, really, it, this is not the big story of what's what happening with this virus. And, and everyone should seek out other sources to, uh, you know, to get information on, on how you should be taking care of yourself and, and, and how to be safe. But we do want because we know that for many of you, you know, this is a part of your everyday lives, either listening to this podcast or reading our articles or even just Colorado Rockies baseball. And it's going to be different. There's no way around it now. It looked for a while like, hey, maybe this storm is going to get weathered. They're shutting out clubhouse. And I talked about the clubhouse access thing, but, you know, the NBA and the NHL are now talking about either playing in front of empty stadiums or delaying seasons altogether. And, you know, opening day is right around the corner. And I think we're going to be looking at some empty stadiums. And and so there's no, you know, exact right answer here. We're, Patrick and I are just, I think, going to talk to each other as a lot of people out there are talking to each other about, you know, what do we do? How can we try to maintain some kind of normalcy? Um, the one thing I will say is that, you know, as a digital company, there is a lot that we can continue to do from a distance. Um, I've already set up podcasts with Ryan McMahon and John Gray uh, for this week. Uh, I plan on having Bud Black on the podcast uh, at least once before I leave here in Arizona. So we're still going to have access to the players, uh, you know, at least for a little while here. But Patrick, I just, you know, to put it as plainly as I can, how weird is this? How bizarre is this going to be? Do you think for, I mean, are they going to cancel the rest of spring training at some point? Because these games aren't especially essential. And when they're having nobody at the NCAA tournament, I think for me, that was the big one. When, when the NCAA came out today and said, March madness, there aren't going to be fans there. I think that pretty much sets the precedent for all sports moving forward. Yeah, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. I think, you know, people look to sports as a distraction, you know, for lack of a, a better way of putting it. It's a way to kind of get outside their everyday life, any troubles or issues they're having. They can kind of forget about it and maybe live vicariously through a player or a team or a city and kind of put their, their everyday life on the back burner. And right now, we need to put our own lives, you know, at the forefront of our lives. <laughs> you know, we, we, we need to really focus on the mm -hmm. things that we're doing and making good choices. If we're not feeling well, staying home, you got to use up those sick days, uh, unfortunately, um, practicing good hygiene and just trying to stay alert and staying abreast of, of all the information uh, as it changes. Obviously we live in a 24 hour news cycle, but you know, now it's feels a lot closer to things changing in a major way every 12 hours, you know, maybe even closer to every six hours. And you know, that, that distraction, you know, it might, it might go away, right. You know, the, those folks and, and families that were, you know, looking to go to a big 10, big 12 conferences. I know some of the families um, are going to still be able to be in attendance. I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but you know, there are people that look forward to going to these events and it kind of becomes a tentpole in their year or on their calendar to say, man, I got two more months until opening day. And man, I can't yeah. wait to go out to the stadium and let me make good choices. Let me save some money here for this. Or, you know what, let me, let me go back on my diet a little bit so that when I go to the ballpark, I can have a couple dogs, I can have a couple Breck brews and really enjoy that moment that much more. And now that thing, you know, might be taken away from us. So that can be a, a challenge for a lot of folks. I know, you know, government, the government 
in, in various cities um, across the country um, and, and, and the world, they're making decisions for sports fans. Um, earlier on Wednesday, the city of San Francisco um, banned wow. gatherings of a thousand or more people, uh, effectively shutting down um, Golden State Warriors games. The Giants had an exhibition game scheduled against the A's before opening day. You know, we don't see that very often in Colorado, but a lot of different teams around Major League Baseball, they have a little bit of a dry run for their stadium and new staff members. And they have an exhibition game where a team will fly out. Kind of saw that last year with the Isotopes. They got a nice dry run before their season. So the stadium workers there at, at Isotopes Park uh, were able to kind of get the lay of the land a little bit when they had the exhibition game against the Rockies. Well, the Giants won't be having that game against Oakland. And, you know, depending on how long this this band goes on for in the city of San Francisco, you know, that could mean that Oracle Park, one of the nicest stadiums in all of baseball, is completely empty other than press. And even then... We don't. We have no guarantees that press will even be allowed in the press box at those. For right now, they are, but um, we don't really know if we're going to c- continue to be allowed to be in the stadium in any capacity. That that could change. That could change. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's kind of crazy. We're, and like you said, we're we're all just kind of waiting for the next bit. Uh, the statement that Major League Baseball sent out included a basically a half a paragraph about how important they felt it was that media still be able to report you know this is assuming that games are still going on obviously if we start delaying or canceling games there's you know what what is there going to be for us to do i'm going to be playing a whole lot of mlb the show simulating (laughs) some baseball for for the fans out there uh that's going to be all they're going to have you're going to have to come watch me play as the colorado rockies because they're not going to be playing themselves um but we don't know we've got to take it one step at a time um you know like i said for for right now we do, do still have access to guys, but you know, a couple of the, was a couple of members of the Utah jazz were one day joking about how they weren't worried about it. And were kind of touching microphones and being like, see, I'm not worried. And now they're out of a game for illness. And it's like the second, uh, a professional player in any league test positive. Then we're in a real tight spot. We're talking about missing games you know, maybe even canceling seasons and baseball has maybe had a little bit more experience with this in its recent past, not with, with the, the virus in particular, but you know, we've had strike shortened seasons, um, asterisks for all kinds of things have, have been involved, but, um, I don't know, man. It's it's going to be really bizarre opening day in particular. Like, can you imagine Coors field empty? on opening day because Lodo won't be, you know, that, I mean, it's going to be a party one way or another. It's going to be very interesting to see uh, how that whole situation is attempted to be mitigated. Yeah. I can't imagine how, you know, night and day it will be sitting in the press box. If we're still allowed uh, watching the game in an empty stadium and almost (laughs) being able to listen into, you know, Tony Walters talking with, with, uh, Kyle Freeland and like, we can hear you up here, guys. Uh, you might want to tone it down a little, but like going from the emptiness of that and then immediately leaving Coors Field and then seeing all of, you know, Lodo bustling or maybe not bustling. We don't, we're not sure what that right. is. Right. Um, I had, I, I hadn't heard too much um, conversation about seasons being canceled because, you know, in, in theory, if, if the fans aren't there, then that, that, you know, I don't know, reduces the risk you know, to, to, you know, reduces 99% of the risk potentially, um, for baseball, it's a little easier because they're there it's open air. So I think that, yeah, that, that might reduce things, but then again, players are now playing in the elements. So that could, you know, leave them more susceptible. But, um, earlier on Wednesday, it, it it did break that a a player in Italy, um, in the, um, Italian Serie A, uh, Daniel Rugani from Juventus. Juventus. Yeah. If, if, uh, for, for those who aren't, you know, big um, soccer or football fans, you know, Juventus, 
they're they're pretty close to the Yankees and and, and Red Sox over there. They're one of the uh, elite teams um, in the uh, Serie A for for Italy. So now we're going to see what happens with that. And it's it seems like we've all been following one another's leads with you know kind of how this is has broken out first in China then Italy and and now we're seeing it in the state of Washington Seattle has closed their schools a lot of universities have have closed down here in Colorado you know there haven't been any school districts um, as of Wednesday evening that have shut down um, CU Boulder um, they have suspended classes for the entire semester so they've gone strictly to online uh, classes even though there hasn't been very many cases in this area but it's it's folks are being very preventative and while that might be disappointing for sports fans and for you know folks of just living everyday life um i think you know the more i guess proactive as extreme as it might be you know the sooner we can all really put this behind us and yeah and, and who knows how long that is? Who knows how long that is? But I think erring on the side of, of caution is really where most people's heads are at. And I understand the criticism that some folks are getting, but um, we are talking about, you know, people's lives, um, some that are, you know, less fortunate than others, some that are more susceptible than others. And, um, right. you know, considering them is, I don't know, it, I think that's a just thing to do. Especially since we don't have a grasp on on this disease and whatnot, you know. Exactly. If ever the phrase "better safe than sorry" applied, it's got to be here. And and again, we're not doctors or scientists, but I, I mean, like anyone would, like we would in our personal lives, we're not going to be stupid and crazy. We we love baseball as much as anybody, but if they tell us, "Hey, for a month, you got to not come to the ballpark." we're going to understand that, you know, that's just going to have to be how it's going to have to be. You know, the two that have kind of really popped my eyes just because they've been institutions as long as I've been alive. E3, the uh -huh. big gaming electronic entertainment expo has been canceled. Oh, yeah. And it's not the big event that it used to be, but that used to be, and, and here's the other one, the WrestleMania of, of the calendar for video games. And I really wonder what they're going to do with that. I don't see how WrestleMania goes off completely as planned, you know, delayed. And we, you know, it, look, look, Vince McMahon, <laughs> those guys do what they got to do, right? The show will always go on when it comes to pro wrestling. But the idea that WrestleMania might not take place in April for me is just this like crazy weird thing but also how can it like it really shouldn't yeah there's there's folks in tampa bay getting together today as well as uh tomorrow friday to discuss you know what what they're going to do with these public events and for those that you know don't follow you know pro wrestling or, or wrestlemania that much there are you know so many other events that take place it's 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 right. a big deal you know it's it's wrestlemania weekend so a lot of other independent promotions and i think tna you know even has a show for for those of you if you remember total impact wrestling um you know they do shows down there um you know autograph signings it's 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 a whole thing it's a whole festival of pro wrestling wherever wrestlemania is located the entire sports scene you know descends upon that location and yeah that could that could go away the 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 other one i thought you're actually going to mention was south by southwest of course that, that, yeah that, that was the first ago. one yeah right yeah and and the city of austin is expected to lose you know like 350 million dollars because of that million dollars yeah and if that's not an indicator of how much public safety is is important you know i, I don't know what is so um it, it does you know that is i think somewhat comforting too that you know, when push comes to shove, you know, public safety is more important than the almighty dollar. 100%. And, you know, there's no totally smooth way for me to transition. And there's a giant caveat that absolutely nothing that follows should be in any way misconstrued as me or us saying that it's good that this has happened because now X. No, 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 right. no. At the same time, I do just want to reassure people for whom 
DNVR and and what we do here is a part of your everyday life that we're not going anywhere. No matter what happens, we are going to find ways to bring you daily content. If that means Patrick and I talking a little bit more about random movies and music we've seen, if it means doing live shows and Q and A's, but you know, we are uniquely set up here. Uh, For example, this podcast we're doing over the phone slash internet Oh, we've, we're very familiar already. It's built in to what we do. So m- most of our coverage can be done uh, from a distance, obviously not the, the everyday sort of personal relationships that we're able to build with the players, but it's not like Ryan McMahon's going to forget who we are a month and a half from now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think we're okay. So, so I do want to, um, mention to people some of the content might change a little bit obviously if there aren't games or or if for a couple of weeks there are no games or if we're not able to be there it's going to look different but we're going to figure it out there's still going to be everyday coverage and and i promise you this warren miller and and abby sanders and Corey little and nick parsons the media relations team uh with the colorado rockies if we can't be there they will have Kyle Freeland call us on the phone. Um, they'll they'll figure out a way for this to work if they're still playing games and, and you need your interviews uh, with the players. I was talking with them today, that group of people, the media relations department, about the bar that, that we've opened, the DNVR bar here. And they were talking about ways, you know, to have players come down and hang out for an hour and do a Q&A with you guys. And, uh, you know, do a podcast with us. And so all of that stuff is still in the works. All of those things are being planned out. If they get delayed, they get delayed. But you're still going to want to come out to the bar. You're still going to have your opportunities to to get your questions with these guys. So I don't want anyone to fret too much. You know, while while being cognizant that this is a very serious issue, we're still going to be able to bring you fun daily content, even if we have to do it while sequestered in our homes. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're just gonna have to work twice as hard and 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 get you know be even more creative because as you said you know it's it's nice when you can just go in the clubhouse and and be a fly on the wall and just have a conversation that you didn't expect to happen out of nowhere and all of a sudden okay that's actually some that's good content that's fun that's something nobody else has uncovered before and and, and talked about and you know we're not gonna have that opportunity so we're gonna have to try to find those opportunities elsewhere. And, um, and, and, and do, do a little bit more of our homework. We're going to have to work, you know, twice as hard and, and we're, we're definitely willing to do that in order to get all the best content for, for Rockies fans out there, at least on our side for DNVR Rockies. And I know everybody else at, you know, we've, we've been talking and, you know, we've, uh, we've, we've got a, like essentially a chat room that, that we, you know, are bouncing ideas. Everyone's helping everybody out at DNVR. And I know all those guys are going to come up with, you know, some amazing ideas if, if they get stonewalled too, because Nuggets and the Avalanche, they're, they're feeling the hurt too, but um, they're, they're doubling down because we, we got to provide nothing but the best sports coverage here in Denver. That's right. And I'll be watching the Avs and Nuggets tonight because it may be the last time we see fans <laughs> in the Pepsi Center for a little while. And, I, you know, check out Infinity Park down in Glendale. If you want to get out to a Raptors game, get out there soon uh you know give a listen over to colton strickler's podcast he'll keep you abreast of all of the specific details on what's going on in the world of rugby uh because that's certainly not going to be quite as widely covered as we're tweeting about these other things but for now just like everybody else you know they're open if you're out there living your life uh why not live it out at infinity park where you can take in some rugby you can learn a lot about a new sport you can take a, it's five bucks to get your kids in. So it's a nice, uh, cheap day out. I really love infinity park. And, and again, it's an outdoor thing. So, Hey, if, if that's something, you know, it's not a, a super contained space, you're outside. There's a good spot. If you don't want to be mixed up in the crowds, I promise you at infinity park, there's a good place for you to stand, kind of be in some open space, watch the rugby game. Uh, they're having a great season are the Colorado Raptors and our guy Colton Strickler uh, is just really phenomenal at explaining the game uh, at doing the podcast and like the rest of us he's going to find ways to keep bringing you 
uh, creative content. He may even be able to step aside, uh, you know, again, like like we all are, and, and have a little extra time to explain to us the basic fundamentals of rugby so we can <laughs> all get onto his level. So I know I will be, as soon as this podcast is over, switching over and listening to the DNVR Colorado Raptors podcast. You don't want to miss that. Uh, they got a big, Patrick, yeah. I was going to say they, they've got a big game this weekend uh, against Old Glory DC on Sunday, and uh, and then next week, yeah, they're they're back home at Infinity Park on the twenty first against Austin. So a lot lot of good stuff coming up for those guys. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, t- and they've been good, and it's a fun team to watch. Um, I, I do want to get to. A little bit of on-field stuff, and, and I want to—if you've got any, you know, questions for me since I've been down here—I want to open up to that. But I want to throw one at you that I hadn't quite gotten into. It seems more and more. Um, and again, I, we can't say this before every topic. The caveat: assuming games are going to be played, and <laughs> things are going to go forward. Um, the David Dahl may be your new leadoff man for these Colorado Rockies and uh, Charlie Blackman moving down to the third spot. What are your, what are your top line takeaways if we're assuming and, and Bud Black is both intimated as much. He hasn't said for sure. And you know how he is with these things. He doesn't say for sure because he doesn't think for sure. He'll move things around if he wants, but David's been batting lead off for a lot of the spring uh, and buddy made it sound like he thinks there's a lot of positives there. What do you think? Hot take. Uh, I think it's uh, one year too late. Uh, if you recall last year when we uh, started recording and talking about the season, that was the line of construction I wanted to see. Uh, not only did was I requesting uh, for Trevor Story to be batting second in the, the Rockies lineup, but I thought it was time for Dahl to bat leadoff only to take advantage uh, more of uh, Charlie Blackman's power there in the three spot. Moving Nolan to fourth, of course, meant that it, you know you don't guarantee him an at bat in the first inning, which I know is is has long been the argument. You know there was even discussion of yep. of Arenado batting second, right? That's where the best hitter uh, on a lot of teams usually ends up uh, hitting. And you think, okay, well, Arenado should be second, third, no later than that. Sure, I get that, but if you're looking at the entire lineup construction, you can have a lot more guys protected. And, you know, no one's going to make good choices there batting fourth, no matter who's protecting them, whether it's Daniel Murphy or I think probably by the second half of the season, it'll be Ryan McMahon um, because you've got to have a left, right, left, right, um, you know, staggered order now with that three batter minimum. Uh, it, it's just so important. And um, that, that's what I was calling for last year. Stahl, Story, Blackman. Arenado and they're they're doing it now and, and I get last year why they didn't do it you know Dahl still was a little little bit unproven you know at least hadn't really proved it for a full season still hasn't but you know he was an all-star in 2019 and showed that you know when healthy he's more than capable of, of batting a leadoff uh, and starting the game and he's he's got pop in his bat so he can you know hit those home runs to to lead lead a game off and, and really get the ball rolling but I think you're capitalizing a little bit more on on, on Blackman's power there. Uh, you're going to have a lot more runners on base instead of, you know, when you bat leadoff, you're hitting behind essentially the seven, eight, and nine hitter. And even when you've got a, a pinch hitter for the, for the pitcher late in the game, you know, that's not always um, the best bat off the bench or rather the, one of the best players on the team in general. So a lot of times Blackman comes up with not a lot of RBI opportunities. It'll be very interesting to see what he does in that third spot. But ultimately to get back to, to David Dahl, I think he's he's rather equipped to um, being successful in the leadoff role. And uh, I think I think you've compared David Dahl uh, to a young Charlie Blackman in the past. So I think Dahl's skill set really you know, lends to, to having a lot of the same success Charlie started having back in, you know, 2016 when he really started to burst on the scene as a legitimate, uh, you know, power hitting leadoff hitter in that, that George Springer, Ricky Henderson type mold, so to speak. So, um, I definitely think it's, it's a good move and, um, it's, it's definitely going to, I think, create, you know, some, some more runs early on in a couple of ball games here for, for Colorado. 
Yeah, this is one of those things that I always get really into and then like at the end of the conversation end up giving the caveat. I don't I really don't know how much lineup manipulation and construction can squeeze extra runs out of here. I know there have been analytical research papers done on this that suggest that lineup construction is very, very minimal in terms of how many extra runs you can squeeze out of it based on the order. I'm dubious of some of the, the methodology of that research, but I don't know. Ultimately I, I tend to agree. There's only so much extra you're going to get at the same time. I think we're looking at a team that's got to get all the extra that they can. Right. Um, Especially out of their offense and especially knowing the Coors field hangover, effect there's only one element of this and i've seen other people point it out and 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 it's been the case because you and i have been talking about this like you said for at least a year now and i thought david Dahl in the minors was a great leadoff hitter he struck out 25 percent two years ago and 26 percent last year where you know charlie is sitting in the mid to high teens uh and, and you want an on base guy can david Dahl? get on base often enough to be a, a leadoff hitter that does what you said. It's actually going to set the table for Trevor story and Charlie Blackman and Nolan Arnold. Now I, I think so. I think David's strikeouts are going to come down as he becomes a, a more confident player. And I do think that the speed element, I, I think this is one of the things that like through the last maybe 15 years or so, People have decided speed doesn't matter as much in your leadoff spot. But you brought up something a moment ago, so I want you to respond to all of this, the the strikeout stuff and the speed element here. Because if you've got Dolan's story, I really like those guys as table setters who don't slow. I was a guy who played with some speed back in the day. And the worst thing in the world was hitting right behind Daniel Murphy. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that, like yeah. great. So Daniel Murphy gets a single, then I get a single. I'm not taking second. Or I hit a ball in the gap. I'm not, or, or, or one just down the line a little bit. I'm not going to get that extra base because the outfielder can't get to it. I know that one of the, the best elements of my game is totally ruined. And if you put Dahl out there behind Blackman or Arenado, you're doing that to him. And you mentioned, well, if you're batting leadoff, you know, a lot of times you're, you're picking up for those guys at the, either at the end of the lineup or off the bench, who are the guys I expect to be at the end of the lineup or off the bench, Rymal Tapia, Garrett Hampson, Ian Desmond, Sam Hilliard, all guys with speed. And so while it's not for me, like you've got to get your fastest guys at the top of the lineup, the way you did in the eighties, it's that right. if, you, if you've got speed, you need to put it together. You can't separate doll and story um, because then they can't take advantage of that. If you put the two of them at the top of the order and David doll draws a walk and Trevor story hits a ball in the gap, David is going to score. And there's a good chance that Trevor hits the ball in the gap. Oh, no question about it. I, th- I think you could see those two guys really play off of each other really well. Kind of, you know, anything you can do, I can do better. Now, Dahl's not going to be able to match Story's power. He never will. Uh, I don't think his story's just got oh, way too much you said that. Oh, natural power. <laughs> Do it. I'm going to tell David you said that, though. <laughs> well, tell Trev I said that, too, though. And he'll, he'll say, yeah, he's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But but the speed piece I definitely think would be interesting because you know David seems to have more natural speed, but Story grinds it out. You know he he wants those stolen bases. You know I I think he would while well, he would love to be you know the next forty forty guy that might not be realistic over the course of a, a full season in Denver at altitude. So he's like oh, that's that's okay. I I, I need to have a, a better career. Uh, and again, if the guys you know behind me are, are uh, hitting well enough, you know, swiping second base really, you know, isn't that important. Um, and, you know, what, what you said about where Dahl is hitting in the lineup is is super important, you know, getting blocked maybe by a slower runner that's ahead of him. Also, you know, who's hitting behind him in the lineup? You know, if if there's a, a right-handed pitcher on the hill and, and Chris Iannetta is, is batting behind him or Ian Desmond, someone like that, then, you know, maybe you don't throw 
uh, doll something, you know, uh, in, in the strike zone necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, and you say, all right, let's, let's pitch around doll and maybe make him make a mistake. Hey, he's a young player. So that's, that's going to happen sometimes. Maybe chase one out of the zone, as you said, strikeout rate around, you know, uh, the lower twenties to 25%. And, and then you get your matchup against Ionetta or Desmond, someone of that ilk. So now with Trevor's story batting behind him, that's going to change the pitches that he's going to see in 2020 in a major way. And it's going to change the way that doll responds to those pitches. So I think that's really going to, you know, change his, his production. Maybe we aren't going to see quite as much power uh, or rather growth in the power numbers that we saw last year, because now it's about maybe making more contact. Like you said, getting the strikeout percentage down a little bit, knowing that he doesn't need to do quite as much in the middle of the order. Now he's at the top. So he might change his game a little bit, make those adjustments and allow for, you know, the guys behind him to, to do that, do that cleanup work, so to speak. Um, And, and, and it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what that, that new construction would look like. And it, and it's nice, the, the kind of the, the passing of the baton, because I think that's been something that, I don't know if I would say, you know, it's tripped up lineup construction the last couple of years, but I, I, after, you know, the numbers that Charlie has, has put up on you know home run and extra base wise, it's like, wow, do you, do you really want this guy leading off and, you know, hitting all those solo home runs when they could be two and three run shots? Well, there was nobody else to really supplant him, you know, at different times, Tapia, Dahl himself. We even saw, I think, Story a couple games last year leading off. But for the most part, there wasn't anybody to pass the baton to. And so now it'll be nice. I, I think Dahl um, ha- is a good fit for this spot, and um, it'll be it'll be nice to see what that looks like over you know a full 162 game season. Yeah, and you know we've seen it. I guess this has kind of been one of my big themes of the off season, but. You know the internal improvement conversation, but we have seen David Dahl take it upon himself to adjust his game in major ways. Before we wrote the thing last year about him starting to choke up a lot more on the bat, we could see that. So I'm with you, and I think if anyone's got the right mindset and attitude to try to figure out a way, not to change, but to slightly alter his game so that it plays best for what the team needs. It's a guy like David Dahl. And so while I said at the beginning of this conversation, don't get, you know, overboard with what shifting two guys spots in the lineup could do. I do think it's a way that they can get the most out of their offense, score a few more runs over the course of years uh, of the year. And they lost a ton of one run games last year. They were really good at them in 2018. They were really bad at them in 2019. And, you know, some people think that has something to do with luck. And I I think it might have to do more with teams that push the right buttons at the right times and win all the little battles. The Rockies lost a lot of the little battles throughout last year, whether we're talking about moving runners over and getting them in, finding those productive outs, finding a way to to get a hit with runners in scoring position and little things like this could make a big difference uh, moving forward. Yeah. Going back to the, the line of construction with the left, right, left. One of the strategies I've, I've heard um, according to a, a couple of sources um, within the league is that one of the strategies we might see from a couple of the managers um, based on this, this three batter minimum is if, you know, you have a, a lefty coming out of the pen. Um, I, I, I'm drawing a blank as to who, uh, who the guy is for the Dodgers right now off the top of my head. Um, but, um, I, I know they've got a couple options, but yeah, ultimately what, what's going to happen there, is, but, yeah. yeah, yeah, Urias, you know, if he doesn't make the, the starting rotation, but, um, he starts an inning and, Let's say he doesn't get his guy, depending on the on the scenario. He doesn't doesn't get Dahl. Well, you could go ahead and, and just walk Trevor Story. And now you've got Charlie Blackman. Now you've got the the left on left scenario. So ultimately what's gonna happen is if you have, you know, two of the of the first three batters are the the same handedness as the pitcher, then you might just walk the the guy of, of the opposing side 
of the batter's box and just say, okay, right. let's get two out of those three options. So again, you, you got to like the odds on that because, um, yeah, you know, uh, a blackman against a lefty isn't as good as blackman against a righty. What is happening is if you want to go ahead and, and have your lefty walk Trevor story, well, that's, that's just, again, increasing the odds of Colorado striking through, through for a run, um, extending the inning. And it's, it's just one of those moments of like, Oh really? You, you want to come after me? You're, you're going to just give up an at bat against story to face me, Charlie Blackman, you know, three-time all-star. Right. And yeah, you're, you're actually just, uh, I haven't really thought about this before and I'll need to double check the numbers. So what I'm about to say could be completely wrong, but um, <laughs> now the lefties on the Rockies, the lefty hitters aren't very split heavy. Lionel Tapia hits lefties well. Ryan McMahon hits lefties extraordinarily well. Charlie Blackman's oh, yeah. never had strong splits. The righties are a little tougher. Desi's got big splits. Uh, believe it or not, now no one has big splits, but that's mostly because he hits righties well and he hits lefties like the greatest hitter who's ever lived. Um, but... That'll be really interesting, man. You, you've got me thinking about this now because this new rule, while it could really hurt the Rockies' bullpen, who, who have long innings, and, and Buddy's going to have a hell of a time over a 10-game homestand trying to figure out, oh, I can't use this guy because I have to throw him the three dudes. But with the particular hitting personnel the Rockies have, if other teams are going to be intentionally passing on guys more often so they can set up a left-on-left matchup with Chuck or or doll or even tap or mcmahon like i'm kind of fine with that yeah there's there's not a lot of lefties in in the nl west bullpens um as it were like if, if you're going to try to project the 26 man rosters adam Kalerik was the name that i was uh going for oh, wow. uh, yeah. for, okay. for, for the dodgers yeah. Of of course, um, you know I know the Giants have have Tony Watson closing games out, and, and other yeah. than that, you know they they've got Jarlin Garcia if if he happens to make the team. Padres, of course, just signed uh, Drew Pomerantz. They got Matt Strom um, also working out of the pen, and for um, for Arizona, they've got uh, oh the names are escaping me. Not yeah, Stephen, not Stephen Crichton. It's um oh yeah Andrew Chafin that's right Andrew Chafin Carpenter Chafin. <laughs> I was like is it Carpenter no Andrew Chafin no, Carpenter as uh, as the and guys like to say it in the box Charlie Blackman has faced that dude like yes. a thousand times <laughs> we've talked to yes. him about that <laughs> so really you know because there are so few lefties right now at least in the West and and you know that that also seems to be what. Um, a lot of the pundits are, are projecting is is that the loogie is going to kind of go by the wayside. If you can't get multiple guys out, that's going to be a problem, and um, that that just bodes well, really, for that left-handed heavy lineup that the Rockies have constructed. And and if you stagger the right-handed hitters, then that just gives you that much you know more of advantage. If if, if Bradley's coming in early, um, you know Hector Rondon, uh, another. D back signing, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they come in, well, you're going to have to face at least one lefty. If you're, if you're coming in to get story and Arenado out, well, Blackman is who you're going to have in between. Not Dahl, you're going to have a more veteran player in Blackman. So again, that's another reason mm-hmm. I think why you want kind of Dahl up there early, not to get him out of the way, but you know, to give story and Arenado a little bit more protection and a little less pressure um, on Dahl. Now the, now the pressure is ultimately on Blackman and, and you'd rather have it that way, I, I think, you know? Oh, 100%. I, I think you're right. In fact, I think you've sort of opened my eyes to a whole extra element of why. And I agree with your very first assessment. Maybe a year, I wouldn't say a year too late. It, better late than never. <laughs> Maybe if sure. I, What did I have earlier? Uh, better safe than sorry and better late than never. We're, we're using all of our mother's old idioms for us on today's podcast and i know that our mothers would tell us that if we really want to make sure that we're safe during these crazy and trying times we got to go down to denver rubber company because they are the most reliable local partner for your long-term projects since 1972 they have provided the highest quality of products from custom die cut gaskets molded rubber to custom contract manufacturing and custom hoses did you notice the word custom was in there a lot that's because they make it all 
right there in-house for you. That's what custom means. It's really fantastic. If the snow is still on the ground in your area, there's some places in Colorado where it still is. They're the one-stop shop for anything snow plows. They can get anything slotted specifically to your exact specifications. They custom make everything you can buy at bulk at a fantastic rate or you can just get some stuff for you at a really great price so be sure to call them today for any of your snow plow needs custom gaskets or hoses at 1-800-259-0010 or visit them at drcfirst.com dnvr and tell them who sent you so i just ducked into our slack room for a minute before signing off here patrick and it does appear that the uh oklahoma city thunder uh utah jazz game this evening has been uh like sort of i don't don't know if it's been canceled they're not letting people in all of a sudden everybody walked off the court uh when they were there during shoot around to go back into rooms uh that was the team i had talked about maybe emmanuel moutier former denver nugget or ruby go rudy gobert also technically kind of it was former denver nugget draft pick um mm. may may have contracted uh the virus and okay no no the game has stopped uh abruptly they they, yeah, fans, they stopped fans the there. game they're lo- fans fans were in the arena fans too. Were there. So they weren't yeah. even yeah um, the, uh, you know, yeah. we're talking about former, we're talking about former Nuggets players, um, the, the Chinese basketball association, they, their league, I believe starts up in April and, and they've called American players say, Hey, get your butts over here. And one of those guys is former Nuggets, uh, guard Ty Lawson. So again, it's, it, it's interesting how this is, is impacting folks and, and, you know, make make no qualms about it but like this is their jobs you know this is their livelihood these players too so um it, it's so so interesting to see what happens and and by the time everybody listens to this thursday morning you know you'll know how it goes down but uh wow it's it's, it's changing by the second yeah it, it really is so we'll just have to you know be around and do our best to keep you updated on, on what we're doing. And, you know, everybody just try to stay safe out there, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, be smart. Um, and, and we will do our best to still provide you with silly fun entertainment because our day to day lives can't become totally devoid of that as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. Wash your hands for, for 20 seconds. Well, you could say the alphabet or you could sing, you know, the outfields lose your love tonight. You could sing Charlie Blackman's walk up music, and then by Is the time that, you hit, by the time you hit tonight, that's how you know you're done. Your hands are clean. Yeah, Boom. yeah. now you're done. You should have found a few other. Yeah, what are, what are a few other twenty second things? What are, what are some things <laughs> that take twenty seconds to do? It, it took twenty seconds Happy between birthday. every pitch that Rafael Betancourt ever threw. At least 20 seconds. So think of it that way. Put on your, your old Rockies film. Watch Raphael Betancourt pitch. He throws the pitch. And then as soon as that pitch hits the glove, then you start watching your hands. And you don't stop until he throws another one. Some of those might be closer to 45, 50 seconds. But you'll be nice and clean. <laughs> you'll be- oh, you will be, yeah. If, if you can't find Betancourt, Pedro Baez of the Dodgers will also oh, work. Perfect. He's another perfect. Um, um, and if we have to, if- or Nomar Garcia Para uh, batting, you know, they see a pitch, they step out to adjust those batting gloves. You've got it. You've got 20 seconds. <laughs> and, and if we're going to try to end on a, on a positive note, we can say that uh, WWE and Rob Gronkowski are talking about a deal. So Rob Gronkowski could possibly be a WWE superstar. How about that? Didn't he do something with a battle royal a couple of years ago? He was there. Yeah. Mojo Mojo Raleigh, he helped out. Yeah, the Andre yeah. the Giant Battle Royale. So he's he's got some some cred, I guess. <laughs> to be fair, we gotta do this on a on a future pod. We'll do our, our crossover when we do when we get into extra innings and do the yes. best sports slash professional wrestling. I mean, LT obviously is number one, Lawrence Taylor. 
like main mm-hmm. evented a WrestleMania. But like Pete Rose, <laughs> you know, there, there's a long list of uh, quote unquote real athletes intermingling with the um, with the WWE guys. And Rob Gronkowski is maybe the most obvious choice in the history. Oh, yeah. like, of course, I should have been in WWE to begin with, really, if he wasn't such a great tight end. Very true. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I wonder who on the Rockies would be a good fit. For, I think Charlie Blackman would be a, a natural uh, in WWE. Oh, yeah. Like Tony yeah. Walters too. He has some good matches with Rey Mysterio, possibly. He'd be a good uh, <laughs> underdog baby face would Tony Walters. I think Chuck has got to go heel. I think Charlie Blackman mm. would get on the mic and figure out a way to really get those people not to like him. He would love that. Actually, you're right. He definitely would be. He would be. Tony Walters yeah. might have to be in a, a tag team with Shorty G. We're getting into the weeds here with our references, but there's some people out there. There's a couple hundred of our listeners that really are digging these references, though. I I think some people knew what we were talking about with some of them, but with Shorty G, you may have, hey, Mm. I'm in. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman and Carl Malone, both WCW pay-per-view matches. Don't forget. That was a big deal. That was a big deal. I mean, uh, Mike Tyson. Was a part yeah. of one of the biggest wrestling angles of all time. Yep, Austin and Shawn Michaels. That was great. Yeah. All right. I want to so, say that might have been WrestleMania. Uh, th- yeah. Well, <laughs> I was say, we'll, we'll do this some other time. We will. We, extra we innings. Have, it's a preview yeah, of our extra gonna, That's right. The extra inning stuff is going to be a lot of fun. We'll be doing that more, uh, maybe more and more. <laughs> we'll see how much baseball <laughs> there is to cover. But in the meantime, uh, just stick with us. Uh, we'll be sticking with you no matter what the content is. We'll have everyday podcasts, everyday articles. I actually still have a bunch of quotes that I got the first couple of days and even some in the off season. So we've still got plenty of exclusive one-on-one content uh, to bring you. And like I said, I- I've got set up. As of right now, Ryan McMahon and John Gray should both be coming on this podcast here within the next three or four days. So uh, stay tuned. Make sure you're following on all the social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at DNVR underscore Rockies, that you're subscribing to everything so that you don't miss a second of content and that you're just remaining absolutely awesome. We will remain absolutely Patrick Lyons and Drew Creaseman. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.